0: Welcome to the Blunt Letters podcast. I'm your host Dell Electric, and I'm joined by my co-host Michaela Superstar. Howdy, partner. <laughs> I'm out west, and our world class Googler, Gerbil. Howdy,
1: partners. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: shut up, Google bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told you to shut up the last time. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> shut the fuck up i'm too good at that i am way too good at telling people to shut the fuck
1: up it's a skill it's a it's a Mm -hmm. you know it's a good skill
2: to have i can terrify the shit out of people if i want to this is my only actual talent is being terrifying when push comes to shove
0: that's not true you can also play drums
2: oh that's true yeah Yeah. that's right and i can also
1: play the drums that's
2: right you're right i can't do that that and researching dumb stuff for my podcast
0: yeah we got so much cool dumb stuff to talk yeah, I know, about I don't know why I always
2: say dumb I, I'm i just trying to be humble I got so that and and researching amazing awesome stuff for my podcast that's amazing and I'm uh, I love it so much
0: <laughs> yeah we got some great stuff like anim- new animals dropping new yes. animals discovered in the ocean, described <laughs> Don't that's be right.
2: a fascist, okay? Watch your wordage, electric.
0: My bad. I'm just kidding. But they say that now. Newly described. Um, yeah, described. They they did find it for the first time. They hadn't seen it before.
2: Now seen by human eyes.
0: Yeah, now seen by human eyes. Like never before. We'll talk about that later. They look gross. <laughs> <laughs> Put them back in the ocean. No thanks, ugly. No, I'm just kidding. sorry, <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> that's, not, that's more offensive than I discovered. I know. <laughs> we discovered an ugly-ass fish. <laughs> that's
2: so mean. I know. As you know, that's what they said. They were like, um. hey! <laughs> They pulled up and was like, oh...
0: Honestly, one of the the descriptions that I saw was like ghoulish. I was like, "That's mean." mean."
2: (laughs) I know. By whose standards, huh? Exactly. Exactly. This is the Twilight Zone. We'd be the ghoulish ones with our flippity-flappity arms and our hairy, hairy everything's.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's my contribution. And our seeing
3: eyes.
0: (laughs) 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 That's right. That's right. That's why we're flappy. We're hairy we're opaque yeah, <laughs> yeah those guys are a
1: little damp
2: yeah <laughs> yeah not, that, not as damp as those guys anyway we got the new animal drop
0: and plus
2: base update
0: from the bottom of the ocean to the top of the
2: universe base
0: doesn't really have a, a top <laughs> I, but it it's the out unlimited there
2: limited void that is the universe. Pew, pew pew. I don't like to think about that. <laughs> it makes you it's feel too much.
0: weird and insignificant. Um, Gives you some math madness. Why
2: is it so racist? (laughs) 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 Seriously, why is it so racist?
0: Academia Um, is racist.
2: In general, yes. In fact, it is. And math is very sexist and racist. So tonight we're going to break that down. (laughs) Talking about two female African-American mathematicians. Ageism, too. These women are only seventeen, and they're already smarter than everyone listening. Already, bing bong, they already solved something you didn't solve. They beat you. Mm, don't even try. And we're gonna. <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> hey, they beat you. Just deal with it. Gonna. They're seventeen. <laughs> hey,
0: makes me feel it's like bad, but Duke whatever. Hauser.
2: I was like, I'll never be that smart, but that's
0: cool. <laughs> Good job, women. It was like a bonus question. It's well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
2: We'll get into it.
0: What are you guys well, drinking? Uh, yeah, I gotta cool down. I
2: gotta cool down. I gotta cool down here. <laughs> All right,
0: I'll go. I am drinking a coconut. I saw that. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. I got a
2: coconut. I almost bought one today. I wish. Fuck. I'm. Mm, I gotta start listening to my like inner psychic when it comes to the drinks. Mm-hmm. I almost bought one of those today for tonight. My
0: mom gave me this. And I was like, I'm not drinking alcohol, but I can be cool and drink a coconut. Almost bought one. Damn. Damn, Daniel.
2: Dumb. I'm not even drinking anything that cool. I am trying the Mandarin Orange Absolute. Absolute Ooh. Mandarin. All right. Because it was on sale at the local grocery store. And um, it's good. And I'm just mixing it with blood orange seltzer. And it's pretty perfect, but boring. Sounds citrusy and delightful hmm I know. As you take a sip from your cool-ass coconut, you know <laughs> what?
0: Rub it in. I also have this regular-ass seltzer. I feel better now. What are you drinking, Gerbil? I have
1: I have a, I have a tr- truly margarita mix. What? I mean margarita style, not margarita mix.
2: That
0: sounds good. Uh, Whoa, it make is, it actually. Make it a fiesta.
1: This one's, this one's <laughs> mango chili. It's oh, a little, a little wow. spicy. Ooh. It's pretty goddamn good. I gotta say, it's a little sweet for my taste. I think oh if I watered it down with some like regular seltzer, it would be perfect. But damn, that's next time,
3: yeah,
2: dude. I, you know that meme where it's like that wrestling guy and it's all like it's a margarita style seltzer and he's all like yeah, and then it's all like and it's mango chili lime. And he's like yeah, and then it's like showing him freaking out more and more. Like that's just what happened to me with your drink. And you're like it's <laughs> a little sweet, and I'm like oh yeah. It's Sugar. like, that, yeah, I'm like fucking my mind blown. I was like, that sounds good. That sounds even better. That sounds even
1: better. It's really good. And I only got it because it was on sale at
3: writing.
2: <laughs> and, oh, and, nice. Uh, Damn. Yeah. You know what you should do? What? In my opinion, since it's sweet, mm-hmm. I think you should pour that into a blender with some ice and Ooh, sh- yeah. and that's why it's sweet because you're supposed to mix it with a lot of ice
1: probably are yeah it's supposed to oh it's
2: shit it's you have like to, a like, magic Ooh. bullet or some shit uh i
1: i, I have something i can i, love I have my a stick magic mixer bullet. i can make
2: it happen with that the blender. that's the sound of yeah. a margarita <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm just projecting because that's what i would do with that sounds delicious
1: it is Deloish.
2: very good. Man, I feel so boring. You have a fancy yeah, you're, dr- cocktail. Yeah, you're drinking a
1: drink. I'm drinking out of a can. Okay, you're right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be interesting. No, so. it's good. I should have got yeah. that coconut though, man. Oh, they're so delicious. We'll have to do a coconut night with the rum and the coconut and the lime. That should Hell yeah. What did we call that that one night? We have it in one of the uh Blunt cocoa letters. Blunt. The cocoa Blunt 100 <laughs> or something. Which Isn't they don't one...
0: even make 151 Bacardi 151 anymore. <laughs> really? They don't make it. There's other overproof rums that you can get, but the Bacardi doesn't make one. Oops. Wow, I didn't well... know
1: that. That's crazy.
0: Damn. I know. I know. Our cocktails extinct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we could make we could revamp it for 2023. Which is another edition. overproofed
2: rum yeah it was just like hella strong rum and lime and that was it yeah yeah. and then we did oh we needed a straw so i was like fuck where do you get a straw and then we went to the corner store and bought blunts and they come with those little tiny straws and we drank it out of the straw with the blunt straw
0: (laughs) blunt wraps are also illegal now Jesus Christ! In California. Really? Yeah, because there's no flavored tobacco products allowed to be sto- sold in the state of California. Can't Damn. you just
2: buy regular blunts, though? Like regular flavor blunts? Like tobacco blunts? No.
0: No. No tobacco flavored. No flavored tobacco. It's but against it's, tobacco. It's not but against it's not weed.
2: It's flavored.
0: Oh, you mean like regular ass cigars? Yeah. Like unflavored cigars. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Such a weed smoker. Like they don't have regular blunts. Like, you need cigars.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just regular. I mean, I guess you could do like, that. Like yeah. it's like is it all the
2: grape and cherry and watermelon and cotton candy flavors or is it just is it include like tobacco wraps for no, cigars?
0: Basic ass c- cigar yeah. wraps, no flavor, are yeah. still sold.
2: Well, then that's a blunt wrap.
0: Yeah, but it's boring. Nobody whatever.
2: You have to lick fucking, it. Put some Where? vanilla extract in it Yeah, you need that Dutchmaster up in
1: your mouth, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put some lip
0: gloss on and you go blah, 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 and then you Just lick lip it. gloss your blunt sealed. Yeah. to, like, with lip gloss. Lip Do smacker never- it. That would Lips, not work.
2: No, lip smacker your mouth if you need to taste something and smoke it smoke your blunt with <laughs> lip smackers on. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like roll your really? blunt and then put the lip smackers on, you know, sugar cookie, Dr. Pepper, whatever <laughs> your flavor is, and then you just smoke it and you'll taste your fucking lip smackers if you need a flavor. It provides an adapt.
0: We we're gonna have to go to Nevada and like do like go buy them over there. Load up on
1: because
2: on, uh... it's
0: not illegal to have them, just illegal to buy them or sell them. I guess we we're just gonna have to go... start
2: growing tobacco and making our tobacco leaves, which is something I've always wanted to do.
1: Me too.
0: And you also to get your flavoring down.
2: Listen, you're about the flavor. I don't give a shit about these flavors so much.
0: Oh uh, well, then you don't got no problem. I know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> <I stoned
2: her. laughs> we know that it's been tough at these trying times to find adequate snails. Do your current snail options suck shit? Well, visit us at Snails with a Z. We have only the best snails money can buy. Other places will try to pass off slugs or empty seashells filled with earthworms. But not us. We offer a 100% snail
0: guarantee or your money back. I couldn't stand another snail imitator. Even banana slugs lost their charm. Snails gave my life a real direction. I used to have so many problems. Now my only problem is snails. Hey yo, governor! Snails. I still have nightmares of earthworms. Their bodies wriggle in my brain.
2: So visit us now at snailswithaz.com to cure all your snail-induced nightmares. 3,
3: 2, 1, 0, 0, All
1: computers <laughs> now have primary control of critical vehicle functions.
2: to be Space update. Welcome back to the Blunt Letters podcast. I am here to talk about the alien mothership lurking in our solar system that could be watching us with tiny probes, according to Pentagon officials. Bum, ba ba bum. So according to a Harvard scientist who's Avi Loeb, I think that's how you say that, who actually studied Umuamua, Oumuamua, so he's known for his research into Oumuamua, which was the interstellar visitor from beyond another solar system. That was like cigar shaped. It came around in 2017. They thought it was a comet, but then they were like, "Oh, there's no uh, coma." I guess it's called the the cloud of gases that envelop a comet so they were like oh well it could be an alien spaceship and this was actually the harvard professor who thought that so he also talked to a pentagon official sean kirkpatrick director of the pentagon's all domain anomaly resolution office are i don't know even i've never even heard of that
0: no this is the this is the group that launched the uap investigation oh my god that's
2: right that's okay yeah there's so many of these that it's, like, getting confusing now. It's like, just get on the yeah. same page, everyone. It
0: should all be NASA. And we're just like, it's NASA. hmm
2: <laughs> You know? And so one of those Pentagon officials was like, it is possible. And it's feasible that an extraterrestrial spaceship could be in our galactic neighborhood exploring the region by means of dandelion seeds, quote-unquote, a small spacecraft that can gather and send back information. So... I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, no shit. Have you ever read an Isaac Asimov book ever? But like, it's interesting that they're releasing this. It's, it's never like, oh, my God, like they're coming to this conclusion. It's just like, well, yeah, they're finally saying to the rest of us like, oh, yeah, there might be probes that reach Earth and they might not be detected by astronomers and because they're so small. What they say it's too small to reflect enough sunlight to survey te- for survey te- telescopes to detect. So it's like, OK, so now they're finally admitting they wouldn't be able to see it if it happened. So it's like, why are they telling us that?
0: I don't know. It's like they just want to keep it in the idea possibilities or they're wanting to like keep the idea alive that this could be an option because they're humor. It, or doesn't it feel like they're humoring you or something? Yeah. Like it gets possible. We're not ruling it out in the realm of possibility of things that could happen in the infinite space. This could happen. So we're not going to say no, but but
2: I mean, we've known that. I mean, haven't we known that since the first fucking movie, like, you know, about aliens. It's like,
0: sure, but not officially, you know, this is the official why yeah like why
2: are they officially say yeah like or like why are they saying like these people are like oh you know we'll put that in the news now and it's like they're just they're seeding the news with these ideas that are like hey like all this shit that we've been telling you through hollywood pre-programming is true and it's like cool Is it true? It's like they're telling it's like they're like, oh, we think it might be a thing. And it's like, well, haven't you always thought that might be a thing? Like, why is this in the news right now?
0: I think that that group Arrow has to have something to say because they are using you know part of the budget to create this investigatory division, and they have to be saying something. Otherwise, like they would be more questioned about their secrecy and silence. You know what I mean? Right. That's what it seems but like. But it's to just me. a
2: weird thing to come out with. It's like okay. It, yeah, it doesn't really say much of anything. It's like, cool, but like, are you telling us they're here? Is that what you're saying with these little weird spheres and orbs we're seeing? Like,
0: uh, Maybe it's in reaction also to the probes, like the Chinese air balloon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. quote unquote, you know, from early two- 2023 that we talked about. Yeah. It's possible that that got into the uh, zeitgeist of like, oh, alien or foreign objects with a nefarious purpose you know.
2: This paper was probably written yeah like in 2017 and now they're picking up on it because of the proof. Yeah. and all that shit. This yeah. This
0: article came out 12 days ago from the date of this recording which is April 6th so pretty recent But this like year. When, did,
2: when did this paper get written that mentions that? Do you see what I'm saying? Like because he was talking about this this Omiomo om- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Umu-amua. Umu-amua, like in 2017 so it's like who it's like they they do it a lot where the news will like put out a new article but it's about something that was written a while ago so I'm just curious when he actually said this is all I mean and why is it coming out right now My only point is maybe the aliens are coming now like they're gonna have full disclosure soon I feel like it's just a little nudge towards full disclosure
0: yeah, I think what's interesting is like they said like aliens would likely want to explore and then it's like, oh, now we're supposing, yeah, you know, and it's like, oh, we think that they would want, you know, rocky planets with an atmosphere and a distance like Venus, Earth or Mars would look good to them. It's like, we know that what? already.
2: No, because but it's called the we- fucking
0: golden. Yeah, it's called the Golding locks. I'm belt. just saying like what if they don't need what if they don't need any water or any rocks or anything and the aliens are just made of metal or whatever and it's like maybe this isn't appealing to them and it's just like oh nope <laughs> you know <laughs> pass, pass that's what I'm trying to say I don't like the supposing of what aliens would want
2: well I mean they just do that based on the fact that most things so far seem to have a similar structure right for going through space or needing a ship or whatever you know what i'm saying so like i think it's just based on other creatures and humans i mean i think you know what i'm saying it's like you're right it could be gas or whatever but like why would they need a ship then so i think they're just kind of saying anything that would be exploring in a ship that would need probes would would be looking for a place like us because we're in the Goldilocks belt. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, you think that they're sending them specifically?
2: If you were a gaseous entity that didn't yeah. need things to protect you, you wouldn't need a ship. You could just float through space because you're a gas, just like everything else, right? Or if you were like a metal being built of metal, you could just probably like thrust yourself into space because you don't need oxygen, like you said, or you don't need water, and you could just fly around yourself. But I'm just saying anything that would need a ship may need these other things, right? Mm. Or they wouldn't need a ship because they'd just be a weird gaseous being that floats through the universe eating planets and being like
1: Just a planet eating fart.
2: Anywho, I think they're just putting it out there. It's all To me when I read it, it was all very, very obvious shit, and I was like They're just trying to get us used to the idea of these fucking motherships.
1: I'm kind of with you on that. I feel like they're just going to keep, like, shoving it and see what we all do. And then it's like, ah, it's kind of real. Yeah, because that's
2: what they did with climate change and all this other shit. They're like, oh, no, no, no. And then they slowly just started.
1: They just, like, arrest all the weirdos that do crazy stuff. And then, like, they're like, all right, we'll tell you now. (laughs)
2: And now it's just in the news. Like, I watched it happen as a fucking hippie environmentalists they were like no 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 climate change is fake and then slowly it was just like maybe maybe and then it became just like i swear to god one day it was just like
1: <laughs> tornadoes everywhere
2: <laughs> well no they started being like because of climate change because of mm-hmm. climate change. and it was like wait now it's a thing like all of a sudden it just became a fact and i was like you guys are denying this forever so i think it's just i've seen this before and it's like They want you to see the word mothership and aliens as much as possible in the headlines, in the news, on CNN, on Fox. And like, once you start to see it all the time, you'll be like, wait, of course there is. I mean, I see it on the news all the time. I'm not shocked. Like, I really feel like they're trying to be like, don't be crazy. Don't go nuts. Don't do a fucking War of the Worlds. Like, we're going to get you used to this idea. And I think this is just one more thing, because a lot of it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There could be a mothership. And it's
0: like, well, no shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. Could be
0: Anytime it's like could be or possibly, it's always just like that's not really a news article.
2: Right. So what is it? Propaganda.
1: Yeah.
0: When it's not actual
2: news, that's called propaganda. (laughs) So anyway, very interesting that it was in the news. Let's see if it's real. I mean, again, I already believe this has been happening for a million years. So, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, it's like me too. Just tell me. Like, just tell me, personally, tell at least. me. Yeah. I can handle it. Yeah, yeah, I need to know before I it's go, like, please. Yo,
2: I mean, <laughs> regardless of, like, if the government's listening to this podcast, if you're listening on my phone or spying on me, you know by now I can handle yeah, it. Yeah, I'm cool. So just tell me.
1: I'm too lazy to do anything crazy. Don't worry.
2: Yeah, what am I going to do about it? Fight the aliens? What am I? Bruce fucking Willis? He
1: can't even <laughs> do that shit anymore,
0: man. He's, like, too old. Will Smith. He Mm -hmm. also fought aliens. Yeah, don't tell Will Smith, he'll
1: fight him.
2: Yeah, right. He probably will (laughs) still try.
0: He'll give it a shot for sure. He'll slap that fucker in the face. (laughs) 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 I couldn't do that. I'm scared I would run away. I know, you
2: just slit your wrist. You'd
0: pull a fucking...
2: War of the worlds. You'd be that person throwing yourself off a building.
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally <laughs> it was just
1: would. No, this is too much. <laughs>
2: I'll be
0: like, I'll just slow you down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did leave you that time. I was like, you. You were like, I will give up. Just leave me. And then you were like, just go. And I was like, she said this.
0: When was that? Well, That was a real time?
2: Remember when the Warriors won some basketball thing and everyone was so excited that they were burning stuff and like having riots about sports? Oh, wait, that's always. But this was in San Francisco, and then people started pouring out of the bars because they won, and we're like, oh, my God, run. They're about to get on the BART. And then we were so scared of the sports people that we started running to the BART before they could get there. And then your BART ticket didn't work, and I'd already gone through, and you are like, just leave me. Go <laughs> you were like, save yourself. You literally had your arm strapped out and you were like save yourself and i ran i was like i love you and i ran to get the next part before the sports people showed up and then you got there and you ran and you caught up with me and you were like oh my god girl and i was like that was fucking close and i was like i love you but yeah i would have let.
0: yeah i said go yeah you said save
2: yourself yeah and then the sports people didn't really they started coming it was fucking terrifying sports are some of the scariest shit in the world Yeah. and then there was a fist fight or was that a whole nother sports time because there was a whole I also was on the I was like there I thought it was a baseball one again sports people get so upset about balls it's so crazy and like (laughs) other men's abilities to hit and touch them and I'm like what and literally someone got punched into my lap on the bar
0: oh my god (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's insane so i avoid sports
2: people they're not cool
0: (laughs) dude i remember a raiders fan tried to steal my cookie i was like bitch yeah i had a cookie in my hand and they were like give me your cookie and i was like fuck you (laughs) get a real real fucking hobby yeah yeah Yeah. how about that
2: and your own cookie
0: take the cookie right out of my hand that's some fucking bullshit right
2: i would have spit on it and handed it to him and been like eat my spit (laughs) eat mommy's spit
1: just like credit card it through my butt cheeks. Here you go.
2: Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Zip.
3: <laughs>
2: Put it in my armpit and be like, you want it now? Come- you want it? Come get it. And then eat it as she's like grossed out. I'll, just be, like, yes. I'll be like, ooh, it's salty. It's like the armpit oven.
0: <laughs> right from my armpit. How did
2: we get from aliens to chocolate chip cookies in our armpits? it's the blunt letters anyway so that was the first space update we've got a mothership bitch, y'alls. but what else do we have going on up above us electric
0: let me know All right, it's the first crude mission to space <laughs> artemis 2 <laughs>
2: can we just point out that when you first said that and i was taking notes i was like what do you mean by crude mission and she's like uh people on the ship and I'm like but why is it crude and she's like because there's people on the ship and I was like is it like just crudely made it's just a few people she's like oh no crude with an e w and I was like oh, and I was totally (laughs) reading crude yeah
1: I just heard it the same way when you said it. Because you
2: don't hear the word crude a lot. It is a NASA thing. It's like crude. I didn't. Who. You don't go to work and you're like, hey, who crude this floor today? Like, right. You're like, "Who?" you know, you're not like who crude this mission to open the store.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anywho. So I just wanted to I thought that was funny.
0: Yeah, it was funny. It was a funny moment for us in real life. And but this. uh, Who's on first? This. I know this, homonyms, which aren't. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't want to get off. On don't homonyms. get on homonyms again. <laughs> we spent hours on homonyms. I know, I know.
2: We really will. We spoke okay. two blunts and couldn't stop talking about homonyms. Yeah, that's win wine win wine
0: wine win. win, win. NASA is launching the first crewed mission to the moon in fifty years. What the thick? Apollo seventeen was the last time. They will
2: not. Do you think they killed the Nazis? the Nazis all die up there? And they finally were like, finally, we can go back to the moon. <gasps> 50 years. Do you think the Nazis had control of the moon for 50 years if they stopped World War Two? Holy shit.
0: 50 years from... Na- from the past right so like 2023 that's 1970 something right but maybe that's
2: when this was like right so we go to the moon in the 60s we see the nazi bases and we're like what the fucking shit and they're like oh yes we have come here and you may not come here for another 50 years and we're like what the fuck is that and then we find out some illuminati treaty right that's like no no we said you got to stop world war Two, but you get to go live on the moon and then they were like well the americans aren't allowed here for 50 years after that it took Maybe. them 10 years to come up with the treaty and then it was 50 years sorry that's my theory <laughs>
0: it's possible
2: why 50 years okay anyway go ahead
0: okay so they're not gonna touch down on the lunar surface until the next part of mission artemis 3 So these people are not even going to be on the moon. They're just going near it and around (laughs) it and stuff. Mm -hmm. So just putting that out there. They're not allowed
2: to even land on it yet.
0: They're just looking. 50 years past, they can look. 51 years past, they could touch down. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just making that up. So it's a... Trip schedules for 10 days to test the capabilities of the Orion capsule and its European-made service module ahead of the Artemis three mission. So I guess they're just going to see how it handles. This is like the test drive for this particular type of mission, whatever. But it, another first-time thing that it has is an astronaut of color and a female astronaut are going to venture beyond low Earth orbit to visit lunar Whoa. space about fucking time a milestone mm-hmm. and it's the first mission to use both the orion capsule and nasa's colossal space launch system uh, moon rocket so those are your testers and here's who they are so there's commander reed weissman he's the guy in charge of this whole thing and he was an astronaut so he's been up there he's done like 13 hours of spacewalk he's been on the international space system like space station yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: he's got all the credentials victor glover
2: jr victor
0: glover jr is the pilot so this is another military guy
2: is he related to danny glover
0: you know i didn't say we should look into that i'll put in the show (laughs) notes someone's middle name is hammock
2: all right, wait, I'm getting ahead I'm <laughs>
0: getting ahead of it. But basically, that this is the next most military guy who was also on the mm-hmm. International Space Station okay. and like has been in space. Then there's Christina Hammock. Koch. 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 Koch.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, this is the woman who's going into space, and she is a space scientist, cool. instrument develop. Like, she did space science instrument development, and then... Now she's been up in space in different Ooh. spacecraft. So
2: says she participated in the first all-female spacewalk. Right. That's Which was cool. last year. I see that. Yeah.
0: So she's been up in space.
1: She's got more days in space than the rest of them, it looks like.
0: <laughs> Women are better
2: yeah. at that kind of shit. Like submarines and isolation and spacecrafts. They've proven it. That's why a lot of submarine uh, crews are female, like mostly female. They found that they they, de- they dealt with it better. High stress. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you try carrying a person in your goddamn stomach for nine months and not freak out. <laughs> true. Duh. Yeah, we deal with <laughs> fucked up situations. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. I'm excited about to see that lady up there being like, you combat dudes, whatever.
1: <laughs> She's got a lot more days in space than mm-hmm. the
2: rest of them. Mm-hmm. But it's her first She's been up there. trip to space for... Jeremy.
0: Yeah, but for, like, Christina, too, it's her first time leaving low-orbit space, so she's going up further. And then Jeremy is the Canadian guy that's going along with these Americans, and it's his first trip, like you said, so he's going up there.
2: That's great, guy.
0: Gonna try it up. Yeah. Well,
2: cool, Canadio. (laughs) Sorry Canadios sounds like (laughs)
0: SpaghettiOs (laughs) Canadio
2: Now I want SpaghettiOs Those shits are delicious Hell yeah Mm -hmm. Yum The only thing that tastes good going back up That they did going down
1: They do It comes out exactly the same too It
2: really does Totally the same Yeah Dude I bet you could eat SpaghettiOs in space Mm -hmm. And throw them up And then eat them again yeah Ew, oh, uh-huh. gross I <laughs> would just be floating Dude, I there i wonder what it's like to throw up in space Quite terrible
1: there's that part in saving private ryan remember your little the little ball comes and it just kind of yeah. floats away <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: yeah see and you push it saving at your friend private like ryan jackass in- and you're like <laughs> <laughs> fucker It's funny yeah you put it in someone's pillowcase <laughs> Christ. Don't ever go to space with me, everybody. <laughs> if you have the chance. No, I'm not going to space. I hate flying in an airplane. There's no fucking way I'm going to the moon. Hell no. I th- I was like, that's the only way I even calm down an airplane. I'm like, some people go to the moon, some people go to the moon, some people go to the moon. Like seriously. That's a good tactic actually. Yeah. But then I but then the other half of my brain is going, They're fucking crazy, they're fucking crazy. Some people hate they just want to die. And I'm like, ah <laughs> Some people have toxoplasmosis and have no risk factor in their head.
0: Um mm. I wonder how many astronauts have cats.
2: Oh Jesus Christ. Oh wow, that'd be a fun mm. data
1: set to look at.
2: Yeah, cats versus space entry. <laughs> anyway, we'll get back to you on that one, guys. We'll have a couple years of next episode res- research on that. Yeah, next episode. Oh my god, <laughs> I've got a
1: lot of work to do. Next episode's in twenty twenty six, by the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Taking a hiatus for this cat thing. Um, experiment. Just kidding. Research. Anyway. Um, so that's cool we're going back to the moon ish kinda gonna go look at the Nazi bases see how they're doing still blown up still blowing guys are just still being weird up here cool 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 that was so weird. Did we talk about that on the show where that guy did that reverse speech stuff? And then, the, yeah, yeah. See, that's what, okay. As long as there's a reference to it so people just don't think I randomly think Nazis are on there.
0: <laughs> we did talk about reverse speech,
2: didn't we? Did we talk about it in our lives or did we actually talk about it? We
0: definitely talked about it in our lives. I just don't remember if we talked. Sometimes I don't know the difference.
2: Hey, Gerbil, did we talk about reverse speech? Like- <laughs> I on the episodes.
1: Not since I've been on Shit. every time.
2: So I'm just talking out my butthole. So No, yeah, this... I
1: mean there was there's a lot of there's a lot of material, you know, before that too. <laughs> um
2: so yeah, there is this guy who does reverse speech therapy. And his name is John David Oates. He's been using it for therapy, and a, and it's been like a lot of things. Uh, we got. I feel like we've done a show on this, but guess not. But like he says that a lot of people say things backwards that they actually are trying to say forwards. Like if you're lying forwards, you, you'll you'll tell the truth backwards and all this stuff.
0: Uh. Like your subconscious. But it's beyond the subconscious. It's just like your true intent. I really can't
2: believe we haven't talked about this on the show. We're going to have to do a show about it. I thought we already we must did. Have, but anyway, yeah.
0: um, one of the
2: newer ones he's been doing is about the moon mission. And he was like, oh, yeah, we went to the moon, but there's Nazis there. And he's like a lot of the reverse speech was like talked about Germans, talked about Nazis, talked about bases. And like, it called them like the shitty bases and stuff like, yeah, I see the shitty bases and stuff like they were like mad about it. Like some of the first astronauts were just like, no, we see you motherfuckers. So anyway, that was so that's why I always keep saying that there's Nazi bases on the moon, because some of the first people that went to the moon from our country were saying shit like that in their reverse speech. So
0: Bum 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 bum.
2: There was a movie about that. It was called Iron Sky. Did you see it? I thought it I heard it was terrible.
1: It is terrible. I just remember the, the trailer of the guy in a space boot <gasps> hailing Hitler on the back of the on the dark side of the moon. That was I remember that very specifically I think specifically. I
2: watched like fifteen minutes of it in Yeah, of it.
1: me too. <laughs> it was it was really bad.
2: <laughs> but I still believe it could be possible. So Yeah. Gary. Oh my god. Space Nazis attack. That would be a terrifying movie. Yes, it would. I don't like that at all. What if the Nazis are greys and they're the ones coming to fuck with us because they've just done all this weird experiments?
1: Damn, they're Nazis from the future.
2: Yeah, like all these weird experiments and they're like, we are now so advanced. We are greys. And you're like, oh.
0: That's a theory. Well, that would be scary. Oh, my God. That
2: scares me. Because who else did those kind of weird probes and experiments?
1: That's Fucking like the, that's like the actual master race they were trying to make yeah. is the greys. Because
0: that's what Whoa. they did think. They <laughs> yeah, did... that's
1: literally what they were doing.
0: Yeah. This is creeping me out. I'm getting paranoid. I do not
2: want this to happen at all. Yeah,
1: anyway. we got ABBA and we got aliens.
2: You know what, though? We all know that the stupid fucking Nazis will lose again because they're dumb. Yeah, they're dumb. And they're <laughs> they're the worst. They're never going to win. Anyhow. Anywho. Fucking Nazis. <laughs> okay. Get fucking Nazis. Fucking Nazis on the moon. Fucking we'll just blow Nazis. up the whole fucking moon if that's the case. Oh, wait, that wouldn't work. Yeah. We'll make a new one. We'll make a new fake moon, blow up the Nazi moon. Send yeah, it it's the sun. it's 2023. We can make an artificial moon. Yeah, that's what it takes to get rid of them. If we did it once. We could do it again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Great. Um, <laughs> space update. Love that I took it to the complete nonsense as usual. Once, Once again. again, I bring <laughs> it around to complete fucking gibberish. I can't wait to see what they get from uh, well, what they'll show us. <gasps> what if they go up there and they see the mothership, and that's what this is all leading up to? You heard it here first on the Bloodletters. They're like, we haven't been here for in fifty years. Oh my god, it's a mothership. Who knew? <laughs> Humans are capable of up to 11 watts of energy an hour when we exercise. 400 when just sitting around like a lard. <laughs> the average person expends 8.37 times 10 to the 6 power joules of energy per day. Watts It's just joules per second, meaning the same as a hundred watt light bulb.
0: So you're saying I have as much energy and heat as an Easy-Bake oven in my armpit? I sure am. Do you find little to no time to heat your
2: meals? Yes.
1: What about me? I'm always on the go and I'm sick of fast
2: food. Do you wish you had a portable appliance that would heat soup, small meals, and snacks with little to no effort? Yeah. Well, holy fucking look! We've invented the armpit oven, the dual-folding device, fueled by your own body. You In are our,
1: the power plant.
2: We have harnessed the energy of the body with the help of the nanotechnology and a whole How does it work? Do you
0: understand thermoelectrical energy
2: generation?
0: No! Science! Yay, science! To science stick- rules! Just
2: stick this slender yet high-capacity canisters under your armpit. Secure in our patented all-metal holster and wait. If you are in a hurry, just move your body as much as you can and the armpit oven technology will set that snag on high. Is Anything it? that raises your internal temperatures will work.
1: Like uh, watching porn? Uh,
2: sure, whatever works for you. Is it fast? In just 15 minutes, you'll have hot, delicious food right under your arms.
0: That's not that fast. Listen, this is free energy cooking. This is science. Isn't that kind of gross? You're kind of gross. Listen to these testimonials and shut up. I love eating homemade chowder right from my pit. It's got that home warmed up smell.
1: I had a candy bar in my car that was too hard for my teeth. In two minutes, while driving, it was ready to eat.
0: My coffee got cold when I was on my way to work, so I put my <laughs> cup in my armpit oven and heated it up by the time I was ready to punch in.
1: It's not that efficient, but it's free.
0: I Everything love- tastes better when it's cooked with
2: clean energy.
1: You don't really need to buy it, because you already have it, but you should buy it.
2: My wife makes the best crack cheese with her armpit oven.
1: I like things lukewarm and damp
2: the extra saltiness from my personal human salt factory tastes
0: delicious
1: you are the spice rack in this world
0: i love a hot melty sandwich with my soup from my armpit oven One arm soup! One arm sandwich! I am the Power plant. Don't forget hot chocolate for those wintry Christmas days! I keep my marshmallows in my pockets! I didn't know where I'd heat up my yam casserole, but I got a nice toast on my marshmallows with the armpit oven!
2: Order your armpit oven today. Comes in singles or duo. But for a limited time, we'll throw in the panini insert for a crisp. Melted paninis in minutes. right from your armpit. Now where we at? Where we at? Where we at? New enamo Drop. Science science and technology, technology and have found, have found an, animals, animals, previously, previously. An- an- no un- no humans. humans. That's, That's right. right. This is, this is a new animal I was on one of my many I think I found this on Facebook. So I go on Facebook mostly to get updates about science and science memes because you can just follow pages you like and ignore everything. Like, everyone's always like, I hate Facebook because I don't want to see everyone's drama. I'm like, unfollow them. Like, unfriend them slash snooze them or mute them. And you don't have to see anybody ever. And so it's like... Really, I only use Facebook to see updates about bands I like and venues that have bands that I like because they post up when they have shows. I look at like movies, like I'll follow like A24 and shit and like neon films because I want to know when they have a new movie and they'll tell me if I follow them on Facebook. And then I also follow a lot of like science stuff. So this is where I find a lot of science stuff. And this one was a new animal drop. Um... The world's deepest fish filmed for the first time at bone-crushing depths. Also, the world's deepest fish seems kind of pretentious. It's like, how do you know? You didn't have a real conversation with this fish. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I had the same thought.
0: Oh, my God. Like, am I a
2: fish? What does even being a fish mean? (laughs) Are you a fish? Am I a fish?
0: <laughs> yeah. Does the sun exist
2: if I've never seen it? For I am blind and live at the bottom of the ocean. It's like okay, geek. Okay, world's deepest fish. Just chill out.
0: Is that what it was like finding that? It fish? has a little. It has a little hat too.
2: Oh, of course. Deep people always have hats to keep yeah, all those thoughts close. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. Store them in there for the. Pull them out when, they, when necessary.
1: They always think it's a unique hat, too.
2: They really do. Yeah, they
0: really yeah. do. An, an
2: embellishment. You're like, oh yeah,
1: that. you're the only person that's ever worn a fedora.
2: I know, right? <laughs> oh, you in your pork bellied cap or whatever the fuck? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Making shit pie, up now. Pork
1: pie. No, you were close.
2: <laughs> pork belly. <laughs> you in your raspberry beret. There's a whole song about that. Four corner cap. I don't know. That's something, isn't it? This
1: podcast is now about
2: hats. (laughs) 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 People aren't wearing enough hats. You know what? Top hats. If you really want to stand out, you'd wear one of those pope hats. Those shits are the fucking bomb.
0: Yeah, get weird. Those are like crowns. All right. Yeah, wear a crown. Crown. I I do wear crowns. Oh, I thought you said those make you look like clowns. And I
2: was like, okay, (laughs) but like, I I like the fucking pope hat. Don't shit on my parade. You know what? I was going to wear my goth pope hat that I created myself. My bespoke Pope hat out this weekend with you, but I guess I won't wear it because it's a fucking clown. <laughs> you know, <but> a clown. <laughs> Could you imagine if we were going out to like table at something, at an event, and I pulled out this super goth like Pope hat and I was like, I am wearing this today. Would you be like, come on? Or would you be like, no, I'm into that? After the ice visor,
0: I can never critique a hat again. <laughs> At a tabling event. <laughs> you must have your reasons for the Pope hat. I'm just going to roll with it. Otherwise, I'm going to get Fucking
3: some
2: toxic face. shock or some shit. <laughs> yeah you're gonna be like you're gonna hit your forehead on something too tall which I I didn't cause I felt it on my hat first <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause, cause I'm really tall Actually,
1: extra, extra nerve endings something <laughs> will fall
2: on us and I'll dodge it cause I felt it on my pope hat first you'll be like damn <laughs> it
0: you'll be like take the hat and escape and then me <laughs> I don't have a hat <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like would you try to talk me out of it is my only question
0: uh I don't think so I really don't. I'm Would pretty... you
2: be jealous I didn't make one for you? Potentially. Depends oh, I'll make on two. how cool I'll make it was. I'll make two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course yeah. it's cool. I made it. It's a goth Pope hat. What could be cooler? <laughs> I look like I'm in Ghost or some shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're going to be so tall. Mm. Honestly, That's you why should I like put it. something at the top of it, like a light or something. Mm. Something flashy. Yes. <laughs>
2: because we're both kind of short so use the height i want one of those sail lights that just spins you know (laughs) like a red light (laughs) special
3: (laughs) what the fuck are we talking about science stupid (laughs) sorry we we, (laughs) we weren't talking about
1: Discussion dude, of like, unique
2: hats. Dude, that <laughs> Key Appeal sketch with the, like... <laughs> we literally did not even get sticker. to the animal at all. Like, at all.
1: We started it, with, but then it's... I don't even remember about... how it got the hats. because oh, the that fish that was, was deep. deep, and the fish was wearing
0: cool yeah. <laughs> the Yeah, we just got a hell of a sidetracked. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. The world's deepest fish. So this autonomous deep ocean vessel... Recorded the unknown snailfish species at a bone-crushing depth of 27,349 feet. Snails. Down. Yeah. Snails. The snailfish,
2: huh? The snailfish. Why? Snailfish. Why the snailfish? Of all the things you could have named this fish, why after something that already exists?
0: Plus, it doesn't have a shell. Right? So literally, why? It doesn't.
2: It could have been the slugfish. Anyway, yeah. of the genus Pseudoliparis, Pseudoliparis, Pseudoliparis,
0: Pseudoliparis, Pseudoliparis. Pseudoliparis
2: <laughs> which resemble a ghoulishly large tadpole, their words, <laughs> not mine, who is this, <laughs> Apple News, was small juvenile that had a greater capabilities of living at such depths the opposite of other deep sea fish. What does that mean? I don't know, and it's never explained. Has greater capabilities of living at such depths. So, like, this thing can live deeper than other fish is what it's saying.
0: Yeah. Whoa. But it didn't specify what the capabilities were.
2: It kind of looks like, it does look like a tadpole. I don't, if any of you have ever seen, like, a placostomus, like a sucker fish um, that you get in a lot of, like, tanks, oh, uh, yeah. fish tanks and stuff, it kind of looks like a placostomus without the t- the fin on top. It also looks like a scary Cronenberg sperm that would fall out of someone's dick (laughs) and then enlarge itself, attach itself to your pussy, and then somehow inject another baby inside of you that would mutate within a few weeks and then come out your mouth. And then turn
1: into a gun.
2: Gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's (laughs) kind of what it looks like.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't look scary.
2: It's cute and slimy and looks like giant weird sperm. If it
0: was a different color, it would be way cuter. But it's like this gross, fleshy tone. What color would make this thing cute? Blue, blue, green, like a fish with Mm, scales, you know?
2: Well, the scales would definitely help instead of a slick, mucus-like membrane that's translucent and reminds me of solidified cum. Yeah. It's
1: like a jizz mohawk.
2: It's a jizz mohawk on a weird <laughs> thumb that someone cut off. I don't even know. Gross. <laughs> so wow. nasty. It's an unfortunate looking animal to us, but I'm sure to its own species, this is one of the most beautiful creatures it's ever seen. It existed. probably
0: can't even see. Mm. It's at the bottom of mm. the ocean. They're probably like, Who I was going to say they're
2: blind. They don't care. And don't the, care. you know
0: what? Let's all take a moment and learn from this creature
2: that looks don't matter. When you're <laughs> blind. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> 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 it's just how you feel. The snail fish. Let's go back. It's large. It's ghoulishly large, tadpole. It's found in the Aizu Ogasawara. Nope. izu Ogasawara. Nope. Izu-ogosawara trench south of Japan during a two-month voyage by a joint... Australian-Japanese Scientific Expedition. I love when people can get together. Yeah. Science. It's often for science. They
0: want to study stuff together.
2: We have spent over 15 years researching these deep snailfish. There is so much more to them than simply the depth. But the maximum depth they can survive is truly astonishing. It's like they could survive in space without a spaceship! Whoa. Translucent... Scaleless fish with wing like fins and eel like tails could be seen swimming with in a black abyss illuminated by a spotlight cast from a baited camera. Imagine if you will <laughs> I know right that point was really good. I like that
0: yeah the the beautiful scene setting by this article, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, it's I like definitely
0: that. like. Sounds way better than the way we had just described it. Like, come Mohawk, <laughs> like <laughs> what a
2: fleshy. Listen, seeing them f- wiggle around on the bottom of the the blackness is one thing, but like hanging out with them, it's hard. In the in the
0: surface, on the surface, yeah. in the sunlight. On the sunlight. surface,
2: you know, I've been there. Yeah. The next day, no. <laughs> you look over. What did I do? These snailfish were the first fish to be collected from the depths greater than twenty six thousand feet. 8,000 meters, and the only ever to be seen at a depth of 7,703 meters in 2008. Wow. So, so far, it seems like these are the deepest, oh, like they said that, these are the deepest fish we've ever seen. What are you guys doing down there besides avoiding all this? bullshit they're like they're like too much drama going as deep as i can gonna evolve away from everything even the whales they got their shit the dolphins are fucking creepy i don't know i'm out of (laughs) here crabs no (laughs) lobsters they're rude
0: they just want to be alone what if they were just like what if i just keep going down a little further oh well what if i just go a A little little further? further oh all right well i'm fine well, maybe i go a little further then what if i could ju- and then they just kept yeah. going and they lost all their scales and all their like little fins and then they were just like slimy friggin' see-through goobers boogers and they're like
2: hey man we rule this place nobody's here no one's eating us nobody gives a shit like i'm down you know <laughs> yeah. i want my own little part of heaven and maybe it's the deep deep
0: deep sea the deepest of the deep.
2: <laughs> Nah, I like sunshine too much. No fucking thanks.
0: This was an interesting quote from that guy you had mentioned earlier, the scientist guy. It says, we tell people from the early ages, as young as two or three, that the deep sea is a horrible, scary place that you shouldn't go and that grows with you with time. We don't appreciate the fact that the deep sea is fundamentally most of planet Earth and resources should be put into understanding and how to work out how we are affecting it and how it works he added. Yeah. Yeah. It's less explored than space. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't
2: want to go there and it is uh, a horrible scary place. So fuck you. <laughs> it's true.
1: <laughs> and there's definitely microplastics in it.
2: Yeah, I really don't want to go down there. There's meg there's the meg remember oh, that movie yeah no no, no 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 I ain't going down there giant squids. plus all <laughs> no. that
1: shit looks different down there because the like the pressure is like mushing it all up it's all bunched up so like we see it when it gets brought up here
0: right right but we don't right. see it
1: when it's down there it might look totally different and be totally streamlined yeah oh
0: shit that's that an excellent point. point what if it looks totally because it says wing like fins and I don't barely see any fins on this fish yeah. at all
1: that jizz g- that mohawk might be like a flowing mane down there dude Whoa. that fish
2: looks like Kate Winslet when it's in the ocean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like if you put Kate Winslet down at the bottom of the ocean. That's what, mm-hmm. you know.
2: And it's all like, oh my God, I'm beautiful now. <laughs> Why did I bring you to the surface, Kate Winslet? I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a Titanic song. She's so song. pretty.
1: <laughs> she is
3: so pretty. She is so very pretty. pretty.
2: <laughs> Fuck Fucking A, man. Do you love eating your boogers? Uh... But you are trying
0: to stay vegan? Have you been reading my diary? Well, you're in luck. We have teamed up with Full Meat to bring you...
2: Snots! Plant-based snot balls that taste just like the real thing. Oh, I
0: love that.
2: Yeah, I like the texture. It's so
0: sticky. I love a slimy meat substitute that goes down... Smooth.
2: Just like my human burgers. I can't even tell the difference.
0: I love the salty quality. It really has the umami flavor of booger. I love that there's an option for my picking proclivities. It's so much easier than sticking my finger in my nose since I barely have any fingers left. The resealable bag means I can have snots on the go. Snots here, snots there, snots not even snots. snots. Snots, snots, popcorn, snots in your underwear. Snots in your pockets, snots in your your shirt. shirt. Snots, snots, snots.
2: The worst (laughs) thing Do not stick snots into your nose. If you get them stuck in your nose, immediately flush out with oat milk and consult A yoga bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Math Madness. (laughs) Let's go.
0: Okay, we're talking Math Madness with two high school seniors... Kelsey Johnson and Nakia Jackson of St. Mary's Academy could be the first to use trigonometry to prove the so-called Pythagorean Theorem.
2: Quote-unquote, so-called, because of white supremacy, Pythagorean Theorem,
0: a.k.a. Imhotep,
2: Imhotep Theorem.
0: <laughs> the theorem is A squared plus B squared is C squared. You probably remember that from the past. From education... Uh, geometry, high school.
2: Math. Usually taught in high school geometry and represents a theory that the two sides of a right triangle, when squared, equal the square of the hypotenuse. Bing
0: bong. The perfection of math. These folks, the two girls, are... Uh, able, They were able to present their study at the American Mathematical Society's annual Southeastern Conference, and they were the only high school students to attend. So it's pretty cool that they got to actually talk about their potential trigonometric proof of the theorem. It has been done in the past by other people, but the proofs have not been
2: trigonometric trigonometric
0: right and also uh, um, yeah this person who's the executive director of the american mathematical society says that she's worried that it might be blown out of proportion because there may have already been existing proofs through trigonometry but it hasn't been peer-reviewed yet because apparently there's like a backlog of mathematical mathematical proofs that need to be like reviewed
2: okay So because you're lazy, you don't know if you're the first one to discover it. That's a you problem, not a them problem. You know what I'm saying? It's like they still discovered it because you didn't fucking tell them it existed yet. So honestly, if y'all haven't gotten to prove it yet, you should probably give them also co-discoverable honors because you didn't tell them it existed. So, yeah, it's like, here's what I'm saying. I know it appears to you that there may already be proofs. And I know it appears to you that it may or not may be a new contribution to the literature. Fuck you. It's still impressive. That's right. And I know you want to belittle these these women's contribution, probably because they're black young women. But um, you can go eat shit because you haven't actually put this out there. So they did also find this out. So even if it's not new contribution, it is a new contribution because you never fucking told anyone. So stop with that. I don't like that. And you didn't need to say that. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm concerned about this going viral. <laughs> are why? You? Why? Cause you why, cause you don't want more black women to get involved in math? Is that why you're concerned? Cause you want this to stay white? Like what the
0: fuck is your concerned? Dude, she should just be happy people are talking about math at all. Like nobody cares.
2: Yeah. The important thing is to celebrate too young. no. Fuck you. We don't care what you think. If you didn't tell anyone and they discovered it again, put them on the motherfucking memo because they discovered it too. I don't care if you're too lazy to figure it out.
0: It was surprising in this report to hear this like negative kind of thing. Well, that's what this whole mad, the madness. Not in terms of, like, not in terms of, like, our society in general diminishing the accomplishments of black women, but in the fact that it's it's all like, hey, check this out. And then it's like, actually, fuck this. In the same article. Like, the article itself took a turn.
2: It's just, it's like, why do you think that the news latched onto this? Because all of the STEM fucking, like, education is so sexist and white supremacist that, yes, when two African-American women are, uh, like, allowed to even fucking have the spotlight for a second, it is a big fucking deal. And it should be because they're not allowed to have any room. And for you to try to take that room away from them because whatever reason, because, again, other white people are so fucking lazy they can't find the proofs, it's like, you don't need to say that. And that is the exact reason we did this whole article about black African-American mathematicians. People who have been ignored or passed over all the fucking time. And this was a great opportunity for us to maybe put a little spotlight on other black mathematicians that we've ignored through history. Because even in this article, when they talk about Pythagorean theorem, fuck you. 2,000 years before Pythagoras, there was... Imhotep, he was the chancellor to the pharaoh, Joser, Joser, possibly the architect of his step pyramid. Now I'm pretty sure that was the truth. I I don't know. It's like they say possible, but like a lot of people think that he he was the person that was the architect behind the first pyramids. He was a high priest of the sun god Ra and Heliopolis. Heliopolis. <laughs> Heliopolis. And then he even became a god 2,000 years after his death because he was so important to Egyptian culture and society. So this was like one of our first known geniuses. 2,000 years before all these Greek idiots were like, I invented that. I discovered this. No, you went to Egypt and you learned.
0: Pythagoras even says that he went back and studied in Egypt for like 23 years and learned about these practices that they were using to build Egypt.
2: And yet it's named after them. It's named after him. Why? Racism. So, uh I think going forward we should just maybe if you're going to pick some random person to call this theorem, name it after. It. Let's just call it the the Imhotep theorem. Cooler name. Because it has is a cooler name and it's more correct than at least pythagorean theorem i mean even in india they there's like written books about this theorem that were from like 800 years before pythagorean so i don't know the greeks
0: just got like all the credit
2: all the credit in the textbooks but they don't deserve it at all so just remember that.
0: It's already been in existence for thousands of years. It's like, well, let's just pick in, like, that's like, oh, remember they invented microwaves? And then we're like, it's 2023. This is when we invented microwaves. It Like, it's so arbitrary to have to already exist for thousands of years. Yeah, Yeah. And <laughs>
2: as long as it's a white person, it's great. Yeah. And yeah, he eventually was equated with... Uh, Thoth, the god of architecture, mathematics, medicine, the patron of scribes. I mean, he was known for so many. He was a polymath. He was known for so many things. And again, like probably the world's first fucking genius. And he he knew about medicine. He he diagnosed over 200 different ailments, which he broke up into three different categories, which was like treatable, untreatable, like like everyday things, things i could fight and things that were uh you could not fight against essentially like things that were you you would you would fail so so many a lot of the the instruments he uses are very similar to what we use today a lot of the the ways of talking to your patient and diagnosing them are still used today even the greek term for his name is used in the hippocratic oath when you when you do the hippocratic oath you say i swear to whatever person a uh, greek name to do this thing well that's the greek name for imhotep imhotep wow just so you know yeah. yeah so it's right there in the hippocratic oath we're saying to imhotep the deity i promise to do good because he was known as the peace keeper or the peace come the in peaceful, peace
0: the come in peace he came to, yeah. came, came yeah. in peace
2: yeah so do no harm. All that shit came from him. But we had to be like, no, it's white people. And like, you know, fuck that. And so let's talk a little bit about some other people of color in math.
0: Well, let's go back to 1731. So a little bit later than Emotep, but a little bit earlier in terms of like American land mm-hmm. or, you know, indigenous land that was being taken over by British people at this time of Benjamin Banneker 1731 to 1806 a self-educated mathematician and astronomer and best known for building America's first clock at the age of 24 which I thought was surprising
2: our first clock
0: first clock he's also able to accurately forecast lunar and solar eclipses never heard of him before really random kind of cool Benjamin Banneker Albert Frank Cox Uh
2: eighteen ninety five to nineteen sixty nine. Damn, he lived a long he lived pretty long, yeah. Yeah. Albert Frank Cox was the first black American to ever receive a PhD in mathematics in nineteen twenty five from Cornell University. He was a national associate of mathematicians, establishing the Cox Talbot Address in his honor, which is annually delivered at the NAM's national meetings. The Albert f cox scholarship fund which is used to help black students pursue studies is also named in his honor
0: then there's euphemia lofton haynes she is the first black american woman to earn a phd in mathematics this was in 1943 um, at the catholic university of washington dc she was the first woman to chair the dc school board and served as a math chair to dunbar high school at dc's teacher's college she also established the math department at Miners Teachers College and taught part-time as an adjunct professor at Howard University. So she was really instrumental in changing education for black students and getting more people interested in math and science and given access. So that's pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm. It should to be 90. Holy shit. Yeah. A lot of, A lot these of mathematicians peop- should
0: be old. <laughs> A lot it's of cool. these people
2: lived long lives. Yeah. Use your brain everybody you'll live longer uh, <laughs> Jesse Ernest Wilkins jr. 1923 to 2011 a world-class American mathematician, mechanical engineer and nuclear scientist he attended the University of Chicago at 13 fucking 13. yeah what were you doing at 13? were you becoming its youngest ever student at University of Chicago? no you were not no I wasn't he earned <laughs> yeah he earned five science degrees during his life. He worked as a contributor to the Manhattan Project. really right. so Creepy. Bang, bang. Which is actually, I learned the Manhattan Project was called that because they stored all the uranium on the high line where I used to work what in a whole bunch fuck? of those brick, those weird brick warehouses on the high line oh was where God. they stored the uranium for the Manhattan Project, which is why it was called that. And it took years for them to air out that fucking building. They couldn't go in there for like a million years because it was fucking radiation. Holy shit. Anyway. Yeah, so Wilkins worked as a contributor to that. During World War II, he wrote almost 100 scientific papers, over 55 in mathematics alone. And he was the second black American elected to the National Academy of Engineering in 1965. He served as Howard University as its Distinguished Professor of Applied Mathematical physics in 1970 and he founded the university's new phd program in mathematics like they didn't have a phd program in mathematics come on yeah how are 1970
0: come on howard university for those who don't know is like quote unquote the black harvard like the black Mm -hmm. historical colleges of america this is like when harvard wasn't allowing black people to attend their school howard became that harvard
3: Mm -hmm.
0: the ivy league the Ivy League that you that you could actually get into, but not really.
2: Yeah, oh I hate this world. Okay,
0: so Katherine Johnson from 1918 to 2020. She what
2: the just fuck? Passed. So old. Awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. god. Do math. That, that, that was like forever. really. That was that's, like. That's my new movie. Do math. Live forever.
0: So you might have heard of Katherine Johnson before. Her work was profiled mm-hmm. in the film Hidden Figures. She's, yes. She's, I going to say, when's a hidden figure coming out? Yeah, she's right here. She skipped several grades and began college courses in West Virginia at university when she was 13.
2: Again. Lucky yeah. 13.
0: She received her doctorate and joined the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics, West Area Computing Group, the Human Computers. If you saw Hidden Figures, you know it's just a room of people.
2: Oh my God! Like making if you calculations.
0: Haven't yeah. Seen Hidden Figures
2: <laughs> for the love of everything? Go see it. Go see it. What the fuck's <laughs> wrong with you? You know, like Jesus.
0: It should be shown in like
2: every school. It's like go see it yeah black women were the computers for nasa in the 60s like what the fuck like what more proof do you need of equality between gender and race and everything if you can't understand that black women were the computers for nasa to get us to the moon
0: yeah she provided the orbital movie Orbital entry and launch window calculations that enabled John Glenn's orbit around the Earth. Yeah. She also provided the calculations. When no one else could figure
2: it out. No one else could figure it out. No one else could figure, no figure it out. She figured it out. And it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. <sighs> Go use the other bathroom, you <laughs> fucking
0: lie. It's like, what the fuck? <sighs> <sighs> Sorry. She received the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2015. A million years later. She was 97 mm-hmm. when that happened. Yeah.
2: What the fuck? That's so nuts. I know. Mean, oh, I know. The so Lord have mercy. Yeah. Oh, Fern Hutt, 1948. Yes, known for her work in applied still, still alive. Still alive. Uh, known for her work in applied mathematics and mathem- mathematical biology. She majored in mathematics at Bryn What the fuck's that word?
0: Bryn Mawr. Mm-hmm. It's a famous women's college. Wow.
2: Bryn Mawr College and continued her education with a master's degree in f- and PhD in mathematics from the, the current Institute of Mathematics in New York University. She currently works as a researcher at the National Institute of Standards and Technology where she conducts research on the er- ergodic, ergodic theory of dynamical systems.
0: Don't know what that is. Which
2: sounds like it's just going to get you to space. Let's just be honest.
0: Yeah. Mathematical biology.
2: Sounds like some rocket ship rocket science shit (laughs) oh but yeah biology what's mathematical biology how have we not googled that shit I know is it the way like the rate that cells fucking uh reproduce or like the way the fucking like what is biological mathematics
0: ergodic theory offers a mathematical means to study the long term average behavior of complex systems such as the behavior of molecules in a gas or interactions Mm -hmm. of vibrating atoms and crystal so Maybe that's mathematical biology. Math allows biologists to describe how molecules move in and out of cells, how bacteria shuttle through the blood vessels, how drugs get broken down in the body, and many other f- physiological processes so
2: when someone like scientist sarah is like hey we're going to shrink these tumors what do you think the rate is at this given if we give you these numbers can you tell us the rate that this will tumor will shrink by the end of the year and this mathematician is like hell yeah we can totally get that number
3: that's
1: a great example
0: that's cool that's really cool
2: i wonder if scientist sarah has a biological mathematician on her science fucking team she probably has
1: something close at least like. i
2: cool. wonder if she
0: heard of fern hunt before she...
2: oh my god what if she works with
0: fern hunt yeah because oh! she's still alive so maybe she does like lectures at science conferences mm-hmm. or something
2: oh my gosh that would be oh, cool question that'd be cool i know science is so we gotta cool. get her back
0: Those are just a few American black mathematicians. There's so many more that we didn't even cover. Like, that's just like a fucking fraction of a scratch of the surface.
2: We thought we would just mention a few because nobody ever does. And apparently it's just such a fucking novelty that white people in academia are freaking out and don't even want to give people credit. But like, the thing is, math and science don't give a shit about your opinions or where you're from or who you are because math and science is all facts all the time and that's Get why it? i
1: love no, it oh you don't
2: <laughs> you either smart or you're not that's it it's all about that shit in your skull if you've got that shit in your skull that's all that matters everything on the outside of that weird flesh machine <laughs> arbitrary <laughs> arbitrary no matter what anyone tells you you study that science in math. I don't care who you are. You go Figure for the it the fuck out. You do it. If you love it, you do it. How exciting, though, to find new things. And the thing is, like, the Pythagorean theorem has over 350 proofs already. So you would think most people just give up on that shit. Not these women. They were like, you know what? I'm going to find some. Uh, I'm going to find 351 proofs. It's like, that's the other thing about math. How much determination do you have to be like, oh, I know there's a 350 versions of the proof of this one thing, but I want to find a new one because I am so smart. Are you sick of waiting for an apology you just know will never happen?
0: Yes, I really wish my roommate would apologize for force-feeding me 32 bananas.
2: Finding it hard to move on without some sort of closure?
0: I need the closure. Well, then I have great Fucking news. What my roommate is finally gonna say, they're sorry. No, we here
2: at Apologies, we do the apologizing you need when you need it. I need it now. I'm sorry.
0: I believe you.
2: That's because we at Phopology Technologies have studied the human brain and behaviors for centuries and now we finally formulated the perfect apology using our pathology equation data collection system. We customize every apology for individual needs and emotional states. Wow, that's
0: amazing.
2: How does it work? I'm so glad you asked. Our informational retrieval specialists stalk you online across every possible platform. Oh, okay. That's kind of weird, but... Well, we also have two agents monitoring you in real life ju- to see what makes you tick. Just what makes me What the fuck, you follow people? Well, with their consent, it's perfectly normal. All part of the- Yeah, yeah,
0: but what does this have to do with my apology?
2: We here at Folkology Technologies think that your experience must be as genuine and intimate as possible, so it can truly heal you. I don't know, this all seems fucking creepy. I assure you it's not. We simply spend a few hours collecting data and processing it, the info, as quickly as possible. Oh, okay, so this is a quick process. We are as efficient as we can be, collecting everything we need to know as fast as possible. That's why we sift through all of your
0: poops. Wait, what? No. It really? Look, gets... this is nonsense. I'm leaving. I'm sorry you feel that way. I. I believe
2: you. Yes, I know. And you will too when you contact Fopology Technologies and schedule your consultation and stool sample today. Here are some of our most successful phopologies as submitted by highly satisfied actual human customers.
0: I'm sorry I catfished you into thinking that I was your long lost roommate's best friend's brother. I'm sorry I pooped in your shoe. I'm sorry that I put that heat-seeking shark on your butt. I am truly regretful I stole your donkey. I'm really sorry about your parakeets, but he needed to be free. I'm sorry, I thought that your mustache was actually a cabbage. From the bottom of my heart, I just really want to say I'm sorry about sinking your car in the lake. I apologize for never liking your flip flops. I'm sorry, I thought your beer cooler was a good place for my piranha aquarium. I'm
2: sorry that you didn't like the basket full of snakes and bunny rabbits that I sent you for your birthday.
0: I'm sorry for filling your bathtub with spaghetti, even though you looked really hungry. Please accept my heartfelt apology on the fact that you had no sideburns in the 90s. I'm sorry I told everyone in school that to treat you like a ghost. I'm sorry I switched your toothpaste with hemorrhoid queen, but your teeth look really white.
2: I'm sorry I tried to baby bird you while you had the flu. I thought that's what you meant. Call pho apologies today at one 800 pho and let us apologize when those assholes can't.
0: Thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters Podcast. Thanks!
1: Thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters Podcast.
0: We
2: appreciate you. Listen to us on all the things and go see us on the Instagrams and the YouTube and at our... Bluntletters.com,
0: website for all kinds of cool shit like our actual zine. Plus, don't forget to check out Bleed With Me Horror, now available on Apple Podcasts. We talk about horror and... All kinds of scary stuff. And you guys will love
2: it. I got new guests all the time. And next week, my guest is
0: Electric.
2: Yes. (laughs) And last week, it was Gerbil. So, familiar (laughs) facers, if you enjoy this podcast, you will like that one very much, too. It's not too scary.
0: It's not too (laughs) scary.
2: And yeah, go follow us everywhere. We're a whole lot of
0: fun. If you're local, see us April 16th at Market of the Beast in Oakland. You yeah. can come buy some spooky wares for your spooky life.
2: I'm going to have all kinds of art and g- decor that I make with my resin casting. And we're going to have mini zines and postcards that I just printed up of some of my original art. And what else? I don't know. You can come gawk at us and be like, oh my God, these guys are so pretty. I wish I could be their friends. Guess what? You can. <laughs> you can. Yeah. You literally but be can. be our friend. It's that easy. Get a free mini zine if you just promise to follow us on one of our platforms. That's right. A free mini zine. A $2 value for free. (laughs) (laughs) Or for $2. Or for $2. You just buy one, not follow us. I don't care. Go ahead.
1: The crossword puzzles are
2: excellent. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Those are really, really fucking no, hard to make. I'm so psyched that you made
1: some. It was awesome.
2: They're so hard to I, make. They were real.
1: I, I had a really fun. I, I think I gave up on a couple of them. But.
2: I understand. Yeah. Because they're pure madness, and yeah, a lot yeah, of it's yeah. just bullshit. Honestly, yeah, to yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't. Bullshit. It wasn't even stuff you can Google. No, no. It was silly. It was silly, dumb shit. Anyway, at check us out at the Blunt Letters. <laughs> <laughs> if you want silly, ridiculous shit You can't even look up on Google <gasps> Follow us
0: Bye bye one. one plus one Will always be two Two
2: plus two Will always be four No matter who you vote for Twenty-one. Thirty-four. Your race's opinions have no bearing on division. Your sex's predetermination is meaningless to multiplications. Math is facts. It doesn't see race, color, gender, or wealth. Math doesn't care about those things. Doesn't give a shit about your mental health. Math is 20, the cold truth. Math is no emotions, 214. only proof.